Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, we're, um, we're having a chat for Heavy Magazine. Um, I'm chatting with guitar. I'm going to call them virtuosos. Uh, Alex and Nadav from uh, Progressive Acoustic Rock Outfit, Opal Ocean. So um, first question straight off before we get started, man. Just, um, you know, I know you fellas are based down in Victoria. Like, how, how are you traveling down there in this crazy world? We're not traveling far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's been a crazy year, you know. Like we've we, you know, been in lockdown almost since March, and so we've had a lot of you know projects kind of pushbacks. But all in all, it's been actually good, you know, to take some time off and kind of just concentrate on all the other things that needed to be done. Yeah, and, uh, sure. We keep positive and we, you know, we, we keep working on what we can from home. We, we keep positive, but stay negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I've seen you guys perform before and, you know, you got to say, like, it's, it's obvious that just the sheer and utter delight and passion you guys have at, at performing your art yeah. to, to an appreciative crowd. So I imagine it must be must be a bit of a shock you know to be in this forced lockdown and and more importantly just be itching because you've worked on these new tunes you know i think if i remember the album was pretty much you know all written before covid so you must be just hanging to get out there and perform it for people yeah. we were meant to be on tour like uh in july to september we had uh yeah a european tour happening <laughs> and yeah obviously that <laughs> <laughs> thanks covid <laughs> yeah, thanks, COVID. Yeah, thanks, COVID. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it meant that we got to do other things, you know, like um, the music video, for example, for the Hatos on. I yeah. don't know if you've seen that. Um, we, I don't think we would have been able to actually do it the way we did, with, you know, if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's, um, I've, I've been having a look at it, man. It's awesome. It's some really cool, like, just conceptual stuff that's come along with it. Um and that was going to be something I'm asking as well. Like, I guess, you know, artwork and metal is, is so ingrained with, you know, to have that visual aspect. And it seems you guys take that really seriously, you know, from your first albums to now this. Is that something you've always been really conscious of to, to present the art form visually as much as musically? Yeah, I think that's like, especially like that, that's always been on the back of our minds or even in the forefront, just because we are instrumental, we don't have a voice to do, to kind of express what we want to express so the only other form is you know artwork to kind of express that and so uh yeah i mean obviously we always want to make a bold statement we love growing up with all these awesome like music you know album artwork and everything like that and even when you go to a live show like our ultimate goal would for it to be like almost like a tool show where half of it is a visual statement so yeah it's definitely pretty important to us nice man you're flowing into my questions beautifully as well like because i was going to ask you obviously being such you know passionate guitarist of the rock and, and metal genre i imagine um the the recent loss of, of Eddie Van Halen must have rocked you both pretty hard. Like, is that someone that was a pretty big influence on you guys and your style? Or yeah, I mean, like for, for me, for sure, uh, you know, I loved Eddie, and 
you know, I remember, you know, cranking, cranking CDs up back in the day, you know, when I first really picked up the guitar and I remember hearing him for the first time, you know, playing Eruption and I was, holy man, what, what's going on here? You know, like finding it so inspiring and, you know, and he's always been a really, you know, what resonates with me so much with this guy is like how, um, experimental he is, you know, like how he just, he, he didn't have any fear on, um, you know, like he, he mounted the coil pickups on his guitar, so they he then because of the hums, and then I think he dipped it in wax and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, he was looking for something. Yeah, he was creating Frankenstein. And, and now, <laughs> it's like the industry standard to do that. Um, you know, that side of, of uh, creativity uh, really totally resonates with me, and just you know, another guy that just wasn't scared of doing things different. Yeah, uh, no, totally agree. And for me, I mean, uh, Ben Halen, uh, Greatest Hits was actually the first album I ever owned. Oh, was it? Wow. Um, it was like, I mean, like, my brother had a massive collection of CDs. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was already, like, heavily into, like, a lot of bands, like Metallica, Iron Maiden. And I remember uh, my mom's friend just took me out one day and said, pick any two CDs. And I was like, I knew nothing about them. And I just picked, I was like, oh, it's cool. It's black and gold. <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, this looks cool. And then, yeah, like, obviously, like, yeah, eruption and all this came on. And I was like, what the hell? And I remember, yeah, I didn't know about guitar tapping at the time. And I was just like, how is he doing this? Wow. It was huge. <laughs> I think it's important that people leave their legacy on the world, man. So while he's a big loss, you know, he, he sung his tune, man. So I think he'd be pretty happy to know, to hear stories like that, you know, which I'm sure he's heard a million times. So that's, yeah, um, no, I, I think another thing that resonates is like all the pictures you see of him, he's smiling. Yeah. He's a happy dude. You know? <laughs> it sounds like you two, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but um all right man so like we're here you know i guess specifically to talk you've got your latest concept album it's dropping is it the 16th of october is that right this this coming friday yeah man so the hat owl zone so tell me how did the album you know come about and the inspiration and obviously the concept the themes behind it just tell me a little bit about that yeah i mean it, it's a like it, it goes as full on as you want it to go uh <laughs> so i a, a simple overview of it is, um, you know, over the last, uh, you know, two, three years, you know, since we released our first album, we kind of, you know, we've been touring and we've been kind of developing those new sounds, uh, you know, kind of furthering our, our, our whole sound and uh, our approach to writing music. And with, with this, you know, album, we kind of just wanted to put all of that new ideas together mm -hmm. and really push the progressive side. And we kind of came up with, you know, this, this deep sea, uh, visual and, you know, to kind of guide us in the, in the direction of writing and, you know, it's just so we get a vibe, you know? And, uh, and yeah, so this, this, uh, album is pretty much, I see it as a descent to the bottom of the ocean, you know, yeah. as you play the tracks, you mm -hmm. further down go. Yeah. So for, for anyone who doesn't know that the Hadal zone or the Hadal zone is, is, it's named after Hades, and it's basically the, the the region in the ocean, which is the lowest part of the ocean. So that's the part which is, like, completely pitch black. You've got all this, these weird creatures, and I guess that's something that really resonated with uh, Alex and myself was just the, all the mysteries, all these crazy creatures that look like they're from an alien planet. And, and a lot of the times that's how we feel with our music, where we're so on the outskirts and so kind of blurred with the lines of, what genre we are and what we're doing. 
that we really have the freedom to kind of be whatever creature we want. And yeah. that, that was really like a big part and of it. And it's a sense of going towards the unknown, doing, you know, things, you know, that, that might be different. And, you know, yeah, kind of exploring something that we know only just, you know, a few percent of. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, really, it's been a really interesting concept and just enjoy putting those songs together. Yeah, man, that's a great, great answer. So um, that's like... You kind of do hear that, you know, that people say that an artist's debut album, a lot of people find it's, it's, it, you know, they say it's their creative peak because that's their lifetime of, of work and the dreaded sophomore album comes out and it's kind of doesn't meet expectations. But, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to have a couple of listens through now and I got to say that, like, to me, this, I mean, it's early days, but it almost surpasses Lost Fables as amazing as that is. It's like, it sounds like you've been playing together a bit longer now that your chemistry is just getting only stronger and you kind of almost sound like you've developed this ability to push each other to new levels. Like it definitely sounds like a step up. Would that be fair? Oh, cool, man. Uh, yeah, that- super glad you, you get those vibes from me because it's totally what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I think you nailed it. For <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, us as well, I mean, the songs are deeper. When, when we did that first album, it was up. Uh, first time really writing our own songs and you know we wanted to kind of follow in the footsteps of Rodrigo Gabriel a lot because you know they were like the big, ones doing yeah it. they were the ones doing exactly yeah. what we kind of liked which was mixing genres they liked on a, on you know acoustic guitar but now we're like okay well they have their influences but we have our influences that we grew up with you know dream theater tool opeth you know this is the kind of stuff we love to listen to and to you know like we thought Let's add a, a more progressive vision on this because on Lost Fables we had the song Echoes of Light, which was like our first kind of trial as a prog acoustic song, mm-hmm. and it went down so well. So because we were scared at the time, we were like, I, we don't, I don't know, know how people are going to take this. Don't know how people are going to take this. And a lot of people loved it. We, so this this album was basically the green light to just go with whatever we felt like. And there's even, uh, I mean, that we, you know, electronic dance music fused on acoustic or acoustic dance music, whatever you like to call it. But there's definitely some Psytrance influence through to, you know, like jazz, progressive, metal. It's it's yeah. much. Yeah. We managed to create a, a, a skank, uh, like a, a, re- <laughs> a reggae rhythm, but which is very uh, dark as well. So, like, it was interesting, you know, to take that, even that reggae feel. Yeah. So, and just seeing how can we make it really actually opposite to reggae, it's just not super happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, that's the song Shapeshifters. Yeah. Um, and that, that just came out almost like a Tim Burton soundtrack. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we're super pleased with this, to answer your question. I think we definitely have grown a lot. Definitely. Since. And uh, we definitely have a lot more to give as well. This is definitely, uh, yeah, one of many albums to come. Yeah, uh, awesome, man. Like, well, it's, yeah, since you have mentioned um, your love of Dream Theater, it's, um, uh, do, do you guys want to tell us, who, who did you manage to um, to get to guest on your, on your own album? You guys have this guy as a guest on an album that you've created. So do you want to tell us who that was and how that came about and what it meant to you guys? Uh, dude, like honestly, it's been such an honor. We we we've have officially Jordan Rudess from Dream Theater guesting a, a whole seven minute song. How, 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 how appropriate! We have the wizard. <laughs> we, we wanted like so, something totally different, and we knew we wanted um, somebody that could cover a lot of grounds. And Jordan is 
such a you know versatile man. You know, I mean, he's a beautiful piano player, but he's also got all of this quirky electronic sides with all the sounds that you don't even you know from outer space. Like, and and this song kind of like when we got the green light from him, we we that he, he was happy to guest on one of our tracks. <laughs> we the track wasn't actually written. We we decided to specifically write uh, a song for you know in a dream theater style as much as we could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, slightly less shredding. We'll leave that to Jordan. It would kind of like you know give him a platform where he would be a bit uh, familiar with it, and so he would be able to do his thing, you know. Um, and, and it was really cool because we kind of pushed him out a bit of his comfort zone with not having drums, you know, not having bass and just, you know, it's all guitar, mate. Don't, don't worry <laughs> about it. We'll, we'll mix it, you know. And, and honestly, like, it's such such a crazy thing. Every time we, we think about it, we're just so stoked. It is super crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> and it's now, it's like, come on, this guy, like, like, we saw him, we've seen him play, I think, twice live now. Yeah. Um, you know, like, we saw him on the Black Clouds and Silver Lining Tour in New Zealand, and this was before Alex and I knew each other, <laughs> but we were at the same concert, and I think we were both wowed the same amount yeah. when he, you know, he takes out the guitar, does the guitar solo, and... <laughs> I saw him on the iPad, man, like... Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like you kind of, and then you step back and you go, oh my god, we have, a, like, seven and a half minute picturing <laughs> Jordan with all his like cool sounds man he gave us he gave us for that song over 40 different tracks of sounds <laughs> yeah, it is crazy can you imagine someone popped up at you at that concert and just like a future version of you and just said hey see that guy over there in the crowd you're like yeah it's like you don't know him yet but you're going to create music with him and you're both going to write a killer album and Jordan up on stage there he's going to perform on it you just be like come yeah, on man no, right. like, <laughs> I, I went and um you know being the big tool lover myself uh i've got to mention uh, the hadel zone that the, the title track that you you introduced before the album it's, it's clearly a homage to tool and i think you absolutely nail it and we know that tool fans you know we can be quite precious and it was really cool to see so many people commenting in really positive glowing, because man, tool fans are the hardest fans in the world to please, and they everyone. Are, honestly, that was, we are tool fans. We are tool fans. <laughs> we, we, we totally understand it, and like it's such a such a nifty thing. But honestly, like we haven't had a single bad comment anywhere about <laughs> about the you know the track. So it's been so well received. I'm, I'm just stoked, man. Yeah. Like, Dope. I can't believe that. Like, yeah. you know, when a tool fan says, oh, that sounds like Tool, or, you know, like, oh, that's awesome, that sounds like a mixture of this and this from Tool, it's a big, like, it's a big compliment, it's, it's a big compliment, because like you said, we, we all know how Tool fans are super picky, and <laughs> big to time. something to Tool is very, um, yeah, you, you got to really like it. Yeah. Know, at least understand what's going on. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Like you say, it's not like one specific moment. Like, I you hear like an almost schism, but like it, it almost sounds inspired by Numa, but then just the whole, I think the tease of it, you know, it's a classic tool, how it sounds like it's going to kick in and it comes back and then it keeps building and building and you're waiting and it finally, I can see what you mean with that, wanting the visual aspect for your live show because that would just really, which you did with the film clip, right? Like, yeah, man, the, the 
that's totally what we are. I'm actually working on that at the moment, uh, seeing if we can, you know, sync some of the new stuff uh, with Ableton and kind of projection software and all that stuff. It's a bit of a, a project of mine during this uh, lockdown. <laughs> but it, honestly, like, it, it's totally the direction do, we want do, to go. Do you think we can uh, do it busking, Alex? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get <enough> projector. <laughs> With the sunlight beaming onto the screen, that'll work beautifully. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so track three stood out to me. Like, so what you were talking about before about pushing the boundaries, like I've just come home now, listened to the album for a third time, I think it was. And I, I think it kind of almost sounds like, you know how you've got like, say you've got your partner and they're like, they just don't get metal. They're like, it's angry and it's heavy. This kind of sounds like the album you could equally play for that person to go, this is what it's about. Like to the person that doesn't want to access it. And also on the other flip side, the people that, I guess the tool fans can be precious. I find some metal fans can be, that's not metal enough. You know, they might not think two acoustic guitars could be, you know, that metal. I think this is the album that you could bridge to both parties and be like, this is metal. This is progressive. And it's, it's open to so many people, right? Dude, it's been the challenge. Right? It's been the challenge. We tried, honestly, we tried to pitch it, um, our previous album, to you know metal magazines and, and and other people and that's the comment we got you know it's just not metal enough and we we knew that we had the capability you know we had the sound because there's there's a certain natural distortion you can get with when you hit the nylon strings uh, hard enough you know with the string buzzes in the in this kind of like very distorted and aggressive way but um yeah, you need the songs, you need the platform, you need to, you know, you need everything to, to fall in the right place to be able to express that. And that was one of the challenges we wanted to solve on this album is, is to actually, hey, I want to prove people that we can be heavy with our drums, with our bass. Yeah, man. You know. And we got, I mean, like, we got the approval from Jordan and he's, you know, <laughs> the progressive metal giant. And, uh, <laughs> To, to, I mean, like, some of the songs, you know, like, Fight or Flight, that's got, like, at the end of that song, it's a, like a thrash beat almost. You know, you got thrash metal influences there. you got prog metal influences throughout. I mean, we definitely have always strived to try bridge those worlds, so we're pretty happy that you see it that way. Yeah, man, the point of no return. Like, if you actually just, if you visualize distortion, get to not nylon strings. That's metal as man. Like it's, I think that's going to sound crushing live. Like I'm really looking forward. Yeah. Is there anything yeah, in particular? Like What's yeah, that? It was like, yeah, I really like this song. It was one of the contenders as well. We, uh, you know, we would pitch to Jordan to, to guest on. And then we thought it's like, oh, you know what? It's a, I think we can keep it just us on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, honestly, this song is it was a journey as well because it's one of the long ones on the on the album, and it was cool because like uh, uh, there's this breakdown where you know the scratch solo kind of thing, which has almost got a hip hop vibe. You know, I'm halfway through. Uh, I see the heads, you know, kind of a classical, you know, um, you know, it's very just straight up kind of stuff. And then yeah, then the solos, and then the really breakdown, which is just really yeah, kind of like open. It's like yeah, nine four. Yeah, uh, nine four bit as well. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely we got one fun. bridge. And you know what's crazy is like we still have people. You know, like uh, I mean, a good example was so our uh, our European uh, 
kind of distributor for the album kind of got the songs, uh, the singles mixed up and released polycyphaly. Uh, to <laughs> only, only a handful of people have managed to listen to it before we noticed and took it down. But of, like the most stressful bit of the last two weeks. It was yeah. just weird. Nobody released the wrong song. But this, like, this one guy, and so like there was only one person, like, and he's a guy who informed us. It was really at the start. But he said, man, this is insane, the song with Rudess. My grandma loves it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, come on, that's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. All right, guys, I better, uh, I better uh, look at wrapping it up. So I guess just to finish, man, just tell us, tell everyone, you know, where can people find you if they want to, you know, dig deeper and, and be able to, to track you and get your music? Where, where do they go? Yeah, man, uh, the, the best way to, to find us is, yeah, to go to our website, you know, www.ovalocean.com.au uh, or even just, uh, you know, uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify or even just Google us. You'll, we're everywhere. It's yeah. super findable. Definitely, though, check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you can find not only the latest album, but we've got a whole bunch of other stuff on there as well. Awesome, awesome. All right, guys, I'll out. I better wrap it up, man. But thank you so much. It's been my pleasure being able to chat to you today. Cheers for taking the time. Uh, no worries, man. Thanks so Good much job. for the call, man. Yeah, see you. Take care, brother. Yeah, you too, man. Good luck with the release, okay? Yeah, thanks, dude. All right, see ya. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.